Hey, hey, mamas. It's your girl Marissa here with the official Midwest Mama podcast, a production of the only all-woman curated local publication, Midwest Mama magazine. When you tune into our all-new podcast, you can expect to hear from inspiring local women who are leading businesses, running and starting businesses, mothers and non-mothers alike. And we are here to share stories that will inspire, encourage, and empower each of us to realize our own potential. We invite you to come along with us as we hear and learn from women who are tackling big goals and big dreams, facing both familiar and unfamiliar challenges. We're going to be dropping new episodes on you at least monthly, and you can always find them for free wherever you get your podcasts. Or you can always visit us at MidwestOHMama.com. Hey, hey, mamas, it's your girl Marissa here with the official Midwest Mama podcast, and I am really excited to have joining me today the power boss women behind the magazine. We are going to give you guys a bonus episode today, a sneak peek behind the scenes look of our second edition launch, our retro holiday with Midwest Mama. Joining me today are my guests, Andrea Tarter, who is the founder and creative director of Midwest Mama magazine. Hey. Andrea we're actually joining we're like using our new fancy podcast equipment you guys and I am having my girls join me remotely for the first time Uh, so no worries if you hear our little minions in the background because we're getting to do this uh, at home from the comforts of our own home so also joining me today uh, we've got Sydney Pritikin who is our communications manager for the magazine what's up Sid hi how are you I'm great. I am excited for our guests to hear a little bit about what it looks like to um, launch an entire magazine. So if you're not familiar with our magazine, Midwest Mama launched in the beginning of 2022. And we are coming out this fall with our second edition, only our second edition. So we thought it would be really neat to come on and share just a unfiltered look at the highs and the lows of what it looks like to start your own magazine and all the fun and exciting things that we have in store for not only this edition that is going to be hitting mailboxes and becoming available for everyone in the beginning of November, um, but also give you a sneak peek into what we have on the horizon for 2023 um, and give you a a, a quick insight into some of the things that we've learned um, over the past year of starting Midwest Mama Magazine. Mm -hmm. Okay, so why don't we go ahead and get started? I just want you all to introduce yourselves to our listeners. I know I mentioned your titles, but just give us a quick snippet about who you are, what you do for the magazine. Andrew, why don't we start with you? Yes, absolutely. So um, as the uh, founder and editor and now uh, creative director of Midwest Mama, um, I started it back in 2020, as Marissa said, um, in the pandemic when Honestly, um, myself, along with hundreds of other business owners, were just feeling extremely lonely uh, during the pandemic and during the shutdown and trying to understand what can my business do differently to be able to get out of this, you know, just impossible situation. Um, And not only, you know, to help promote my business, but also wanted to help promote other women in business and be able to create a supportive community Um, because we all need that support system. And I just realized that our city was lacking that. And I think we've really found um, a thirst for this. You know, since you launched the magazine and the Midwest Mama community 
Andrea, there have been so many women entrepreneurs that have come out of the woodwork, you know, saying that this is something that they've been searching for, something that they needed. So thank you for creating Midwest Mama, Andrea. And um, I know that the more individuals become aware of the brand and some of the inspiring stories that we're able to share, um, the better. So Andrea, um, or rather Sydney, why don't you tell us a little bit about your role as communications coordinator? I think I called you the manager, but that's because you're kind of a boss. So we'll just go with manager, (laughs) coordinator, whatever it is. But tell us how you hold this ish together, girl. (laughs) I, um, well, that's a great question. Uh, just to reiterate, I guess, yeah, my, I'm Sydney and my title is the communications coordinator. So I do do a lot. I do a lot of, you do do, I do. do. You do do. (laughs) Sorry. Go ahead. I couldn't help it. And coordinating, but I really just try to make sure that we're all meeting our deadlines we are, you know, it's hard when you have a freelance team of seven women who our first priorities are being a mom. And so it's hard to schedule everyone, make sure that we're on the same page, but make sure that we're all communicating to each other um, and on, on, you know, again, with those deadlines. But I guess my favorite part of my job is aside from that, I do a lot of strategy talk with Andrea and the team of how to build our brand. And that's my favorite part. I do a lot of researching um, and I just look forward to what's, what's next. (laughs) Can I just tell you how important that is and how I did not have that before Sydney came, or at least, you know, like obviously Marissa and I have done a lot together and we're able, our, you know, when we do events together, we, we already have like that code. We're like, okay, we need to get on the phone and talk for four hours and talk through everything. And, <laughs> and that's just how it works. And that's how yeah. it flows. And Sydney and I do the same thing when it comes to strategy. And it's so helpful as a small business owner to have someone there, you know, with me to be able to talk out things that maybe I can't get out of my head and maybe they won't even work, but at least I'm able to talk through them. Um, that's a, that's a big piece, um, that I know, um, small business owners need. Um, and again, that's hopefully what we can provide through Midwest Mama is that community element of being able to support one another and strategize how to grow and promote your business. Well, we are all really excited right now because we are coming on the heels of putting together our second edition. It is a retro holiday glam edition, you guys. Think 70s, tinsel, twiggy, at least that's who our our leading lady cover model reminds me of. Um, But just going back to the simplicity of the holidays um, and I think what's really cool about this second edition from just the first edition that was released in the winter of 2022, it has already grown so much in um, in its aesthetic, um, in its reach, and I think it would be really great for our listeners to hear um, about what we have in store for this second edition, what's changed, and what can they expect. Sydney, give us an idea of um, what our readers can expect from both the print and the digital edition of the magazine coming out this November. Yeah, so we are, I'm so excited for the second edition. It's going to be completely different from the first edition. It's going to be dope. And 
we decided to focus um, on four main categories this time around for the second edition, and that was mind and body, home and family, style and inspo, and business and finance. Um, and I can just tell you a few of my favorite titles in, in the magazine um, are How to Find Peace in a Busy Season, Tips on Making Your Home Cozy for the Holidays, and then, of course, we hear from Ashley Felthouse of Annabelle Arthur Boutique about how she manages it all. She has four babies, and she has her own boutique and is running it out of her basement, pretty much, which is so inspiring. Um, and then finally, in business and finance, uh, I love the article. It's called Five Key Ways to Reinvent How You Communicate in 2023. I think as, you know, the pandemic it's changed the way we communicate. It's changed the way we we work. And I think it's really important to highlight that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Other than that, we wanted to put a little bit of us in this magazine. You know, we, it's not just ads and it's not just business and finance. It's a lot of our team favorite cozy items and, and, new year items and top gifts for girls and moms. Um, we wanted to put our own little spin on it. And I think we definitely have reflected that in the second edition. Yeah, um, I would say that the second edition feels so familiar. And by familiar, I mean, um, you're actually getting to know a lot of not just the Midwest Mama team, but you're getting an inside peek into Ashley Felthouse's brood, right? The the title of that article is called Balancing the Boutique and the Brood. And she's giving you a vulnerable, real look at what it's like to be a mompreneur um, and managing those those day-to-day struggles, you know, but also how she continues to find joy in her entrepreneurial journey. And so hers is just one of a of quite a few inspiring stories that you can pick up on in this magazine. And what I think is really cool is that there's just a lot of different women, a lot of different perspectives and a lot of different businesses that are being being highlighted in this edition too, which is which is really cool. Andrea, why don't you tell us a little bit about um, the creative process behind how you determine what you want each edition to look like? Um, and by that, I mean, what does it feel like? What is the, I mentioned that the second edition is retro holiday glam. Where'd you come up with that? Why did you think that that would um, be something interesting to to feature in this in the second edition? Um, and how do you go about being creative, you know, and, and coming up with all of these cool ideas. Well, thanks. I'm glad that you think that they're cool and they're creative because we work really hard on them. Um, but I, um, honestly, it's a blend of a few things. So, um, when I first started with Midwest mama, I wanted the magazine to be a different type of publication that was curated and curated. It it can be an overused word, but I think it's a very special word. And the fact that curated is that it is actually handpicked to be something of a masterpiece. That's that's literally how I see it. And when I think about the second edition and planning the third, and we're already planning the fourth edition, is that we take a, a few different things together. We take current trends, we take topics that our team as mothers and business owners 
and freelancers find important and find relevant. And then we come up with kind of an overarching theme that blends all of them together because that honestly that's Midwest Mama blending, you know, motherhood and career life. And that's how I, I come up with the creative visions behind each edition. I, I strive to have each different each edition be different because I want people to be able to look at each edition we print out or send out and get to see something completely different every single time they every single time they read it. Yeah, that's so cool, Andrea. And I do think it's I do think it's cool. I mean, that's a, maybe that's an overused word, but um, the way that I've witnessed you curate um, both the magazine and the individual advertising pieces is something that I had not come across before in in my experience. So, you talked about how different this edition is from the um, from the first edition. Sydney, why don't you tell us a little bit about um, some of the biggest changes that readers can expect to see from the second edition? Mm-hmm. Sure. So I I think I'm a unique example because I have been on both sides of this magazine. So I own a small business called Gigi and Poppy, and we were an advertiser in the first edition, um, and happily so. And I became a team member in March of this year, and I really thought it was important to give my feedback from the first edition and implement it into the second edition coming from an advertiser standpoint. And one of the biggest things that I think we all learned as a team and, you know, as an advertiser is that um, all of these businesses that we feature have amazing, great stories, but our attention spans these days are tiny. And I think we realized, you know, as great as these stories are, we changed the way we're telling them. Um, So in the second edition, you'll see a lot less storytelling via words and more photos. Um, It will be a lot more interactive and engaging. Um, In the digital magazine, you'll actually be able to flip through it as you would a physical edition, uh, just on your tablet, phone, whatever device. Um, And you will be able to click links directly in the articles to shop, to see more about their business. Um, And then the other aspect of it, which I think, you know, we'll get into is instead of just ads where we kind of did in the first edition, you see more of curated marketing ads. So we really wanted to take each business that we had as advertisers and understand their unique needs as a business. Um, I think a lot of times advertising and the word advertisement gets a bad reputation. Um, But when you spend time with the business understanding what they want to get out of the marketing and out of the advertisement, you are better able to design an ad that's curated not only for the business's needs, but also that aligns with Midwest Mama and our brand. when we go to open up applications for the third edition, we have advertisers apply for a reason, not because we want to be picky. And um, it's more so that we want us to both align. Um, it's a mutually beneficial relationship. It's a transformational relationship. We want our readers to want to read our magazine, 
But at the same time, we want to align and have brands in our magazine that align with our readers and that are, we would rather have engaged readers who want to make a purchase or who want to hire you. And that's important when we go, come to uh, advertising in our magazine. So what I'm kind of hearing you say is like, it's not just about, you know, curating the addition, but we're also curating the advertisers that are going to be included in that so that we can be very targeted to the individuals that um, are consuming Midwest Mama in its various platforms, whether that's digital, whether that's in print, whether that's via our social media channels, whether that's through our events. Um, and I've, I've been really impressed with how quickly um, you all have been able to become more familiar with your target audience because we all know that you know if we can be more laser focused on our target audience right then we can craft messages that are even more relevant that are even more inspiring that are even you know more educational if we are you know not going so wide but we're going deep with with fewer people right well Andrea tell me so I love that, um, you know, I kind of like you talked about in just a moment ago, like in the very beginning about why you started Midwest Mama. Um, but why did you feel that you wanted to come in and sort of fill a space? What space did you feel Midwest Mama was going to fill um, in our community that that you weren't really seeing out there? Yeah. Or sure. that or so- that rather or rather that, you know, we need to see more of. Right, right, as right, as right. women entrepreneurs and women trying to juggle all the things, your all favorite things. saying. <laughs> so I think, um, not I think, I know what I thought was missing before I created Midwest Mama was not just what I was saying about the the community of you know balancing motherhood and balancing um, a, a freelance life and an entrepreneurship, but also just being able to connect with with women in business, period. Um, I think that, well, one, during COVID, obviously people weren't going to events. They weren't meeting. They weren't meeting new people. Um, you know, obviously the work life and in, in the situation changed when it comes to remote working. Um, but I, I, I have been in the event industry for four years at that time. And still at that point, I didn't feel like my network was very large. And I knew that there had to be a way to do that in a comfortable setting, but also in a supportive setting, um, because, you know, no one wants to be judged when they're meeting new people. And it's already kind of like a little nerve wracking. And so one of the things I wanted to make sure Midwest Online provided was that it was it was like a judgment free zone. Like, yeah, I hate like I think it's like Planet Fitness that says like judgment free, like workout. But there is something to that. I do want to be able to create a community where. You can, you know, be someone who likes Botox or you can be someone who doesn't like Botox and we're all on the same page and we're all respective of one another. And I just wanted to be able to learn from women that have gone through things I have or then maybe be able to teach women who may or may not go through the things that I'm going through because it, it does take us all to be able to get through, to get through life. I believe that the Midwest Island community is continuously growing and is going to fill that space. So you all curate um, the mag, the entire magazine. You come up with this 
incredible vision and kind of drill it down into some high-level themes that you want to focus on within um, the edition itself. So talk to us about what it means when you say that you curate the advertising experience for Midwest Mama clients. Can you help us understand what that means? Sure. Um, And also, when you say you guys, it needs to be we because all three of us, not to mention really all six, seven of us do it all together because that is something that's really important that actually someone we had recently talked to, I think it was yesterday on the phone, was surprised to hear there were seven of us. And I think that's something that maybe we haven't really talked about lately, but we have grown really quickly. So I I think that um, it's great to also be able to know that small businesses can grow and can um, be able to, to tackle that part of, of bringing on a bigger team um, and it doing it well. So I think when it comes to doing the, the process of, of curating an advertisement, it, it really starts from the very beginning um, when we curate the, we create this theme, the overarching theme, um, we go to advertisers who have either applied or we have approached um, and we come up with the, an idea that is based off of not only their brand, but their target audience and the trends that are happening for that season. Um, and um, we then take that idea. We, I would spend time creating a mood board that reflects the idea and the set for the photo shoot, as well mm-hmm. as blending their colors and their branding to make sure that they, they don't they won't be able to just use it for Midwest Mama, but they'll be able to use those photogra- that photography as well as the ad even at any other point, um, you know, for marketing purposes, which sounds like a lot and it is a lot, but this way they're getting, you know, a lot for the amount of money that they're going to spend. Um, so then after we create a custom mood board, um, I then interview each advertiser and, you know, create, um, questionnaire forms, be able to create content. Um, and then really get to know them on a personal level and understand their advertising and marketing needs. We always try to end each conversation with, okay, what are your three go- three goals in marketing or advertising that you're trying to accomplish by paying for this, this marketing package? And that really helps that advertiser and really any client in general be able to really solidify in their own mind and in ours, okay, what are the three things I want to get out of this? And that is so, so important. Um, so then we take, you know, those three things and make sure they're featured into the ad um, as well as the content that is, you know, curated over the next months after the launch of the magazine. Um, and a lot goes into it. I mean, um, not just the custom mood board and, um, you know, blending the brands and the photo shoot, but the time that goes into setting up the photo shoot and then working with the photographer to make sure those pictures are exactly what we're looking for. Um, and then as well as um, getting those fresh headshots to be able um, for our advertisers to use. Um, it really, Midwest Mama just offers a, a full-blown marketing package. And I think that's why it's such a differentiator when you work with us. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not just like, hey, design your own ad and right. shoot us an email and we're just going to plop it in here. It's, it's right. truly because a that's two-way, normal. A two-way yeah. um, partnership for us to work very closely with each one of our brands to help them craft a message that's going to serve their purpose. And I think, you know, we've talked about this a little bit with some of the the entrepreneurs that we've had the pleasure of interviewing on this podcast, but it feels a lot like 
marketing, advertising, and even strategy planning can be some of the things that fall along the wayside for a small business because they feel like the things that are maybe expendable, not necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, but with Midwest Mama, you can make an investment and really get a full-on consultation around your brand. I mean, these are photographs and messages that you will be able to carry through long after, you know, a singular edition of Midwest Mama magazine. So um, I agree with you, Andrew. I think it is a, a really key differentiator and one of the really interesting things about partnering um, with our publication. So we've heard a little bit about what's going to be different about the 2022 um, holiday glam, the retro holiday edition, and some of the topics. Sydney, gave you gave us an idea of some of the the articles that we'll be able to read. I know there's another really cool one that you didn't mention. Um, Macy's partnered with us on this edition, um, helping to style um, a lot of our a lot of our mamas. Um, and uh, her name is Tanisha Akers, and she works for Macy's as a personal stylist. And she came up with this cute little personal style quiz. So, you know, I just feel like this edition is kind of like just another way of like a coming out party for Midwest Mama. It's it feels so authentic to um the 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 mother the mother's voice in our community. And I'm not just talking about, you know, mothers like us that are potentially, you know, covered in spit and vomit right now. That's why this is not on video. This is on a being a recorded podcast. But even, you know, mothers who have older children who are trying to juggle band practice and college applications and, you know, and, you know, being a C-suite executive, you know, there are everyday women that um, are facing familiar challenges and we know that we're stronger together. So I'm excited about um, this second edition, but I also know that we've spent a ton of time, um, four hour phone calls, as Andrea says, thinking through (laughs) what 2023 and 2024 is going to have in store for um, Midwest Mama magazine and our mama community. So why don't you give us some insight? um, And you can also chime in on this as as well, Sydney. Just, you know, some exciting things that are on the horizon for 2023 and beyond. So I'll start just with saying that we can't give too much away because Mm -hmm. there's it's just so exciting. And obviously we want to make sure that it, we, we keep everyone entertained and on, you know, on the, on the edge of your seats, of course. Yes. So, um, but I know we've got some just really like, honestly, some kick-ass partnerships that are going to be happening um, as well um, as a um, Midwest Mama official calendar that we'll have on our website. That's going to have just a lot of activities for our audience to be able to um, attend and not just ones that we put on, but also ones that, our partners, as well as things happening just around Cincinnati in general. And perks, um, because you learned about it from yes. your guest mama. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Absolutely. Um, we're also going to have some new learning opportunities coming this winter. Um, I can honestly say that from those learning opportunities, there's going to be something for absolutely everyone. Um, and I'll let I'll let Sydney talk a little bit more, more about that and what she's looking forward to in 2023 and 2024. Yes. Tell us a little bit more about these learning opportunities. What is that? What is that? What does that mean? Because I know that there's actually a formal program coming. Yeah. So, you know, like we've mentioned many times and um, as 
you guys know, we are a team of seven women and together we have over 80 years experience in the marketing world and we have a lot to say and we want to educate. And part of that is going to be through digital courses, which we're going to be offering in 2023. Um, and a little bit more, I can't really get into that, but <laughs> we're definitely looking forward to providing um, digital courses in the marketing world and beyond. I mean, yeah. we have design experience, we have management experience, nonprofit experience, a lot of good stuff. Um, so be on the lookout for that. We're super excited to share that with you guys. If you have any suggestions as to what you want to learn, what you want to know, we're, we're open to that as well. Um, but we're super excited and we have a lot to share. Yeah. Yeah. And I know Andrea, um, you guys have been coming up with some really cool event ideas that Midwest Mama is going to be um, introducing in 2023. Um, again, I know we're all like not trying to be like too disclosing things, but there's some <laughs> stuff on the horizon for Galentine's Day. There's um, We're going to be creating some uh, new potentially shopping experiences that people can yes. take advantage of over the course of next year. So be on the lookout for all the Midwest Mama Thangs that are popping yes. off. All the Midwest Mama us. Thangs. Yes, follow, follow, follow on social media because that's honestly where we always announce these things first. Mm -hmm. um, and our website's also going through a refresh. So um, come time for our, our second edition to launch, you'll see the brand new edition as well as a refreshed website. Um, and we're also bringing out just a lot of new content um, so if you don't follow us on Pinterest, YouTube, all the platforms, follow us. Sweet. Sweet. Well, this is a bonus episode, you guys. So what that really means to me is that I'm going to keep it short and sweet. <laughs> so I know that the second edition is going to be hitting mailboxes soon. It's going to be available digitally for anybody to um, take advantage of. But if somebody wants to get the Midwest Mama magazine in their hot little hand, how can they sign up to receive one at their home? Because I know that you could probably go out and sign up now and be on the mailing list for our next edition that'll be coming out in early 23. Yes. Yeah, so if you go to Instagram, um, if you have Instagram, if not, you can also go to Facebook, go on to our bio link, and then you can click there. We'll have a bunch of different options, but one of them is just to sign up with our form and it'll put your address in and then you'll get it. Awesome. And I'm imagining that there's going to be, there's some links on our website too that, that um, are going to be available for you all to click and subscribe as well. So, yeah. all right. We are coming to an end of this episode. And I know that if you are in, in tune with us, you know that we like to end every episode with a little word of advice um, from either our own mother or mother figure in our lives. Um, and since the holidays are coming up, I wanted to just sort of impromptu ask each of you to share maybe just one fond memory um, about the holidays that you are now trying to incorporate with your own kids. It can be for moms, from dads, whatever. Just something, some kind of family tradition that maybe you learned from your mom or your dad that you guys are trying to put into place for Salem and Maya. That is Andrea and Sydney's gorgeous baby girls. 
Okay, awesome. I love that question. I was just thinking, and one of the things my mom did was the presents underneath the tree weren't just from Santa. They were from Mrs. Claus. They were from Rudolph. They were from the Grinch. They were <laughs> any sort of character, um, you know, it, it, whatever character I was loving at that time, they were from that character. And I, I remember just loving it. I thought it was the coolest thing. Like, how did Belle come to my house? You know, Whoa. how did she working with Santa? You know, I thought it was the coolest. <laughs> That's thing. the best. So uh, we definitely do that now at our house. That's fun. What about That's you, so Andrea? Sweet. I love I that. Um, so I'm actually on the hunt for a Santa. We're big Santa fans. We're, I mean, we're honestly. We're big Halloween fans, obviously, because my daughter's name is Salem, but we're massive Christmas fans. Uh, well, maybe just me, but still, <laughs> um, I'm making Jim be that way. Um, but I'm on the hunt for the that's perfect her boo, y'all. plate. Yeah, that's my boo. Um, my, I'm looking for the perfect Santa plate because my parents and my grandparents always went above and beyond to make Christmas morning so special. My parents, yeah. no matter what they we're going through financially they always made sure to save up throughout the year so that we would have just like the most magical christmas and Aww. that warms my heart to this day and i know even now as an adult and as a parent what they went through and they've shared with me now that i'm an adult and to to go through financial struggles and and be on purpose with budgeting and saving yeah. to make sure that your kids have the best Christmas um I I have always you know I'm a person that loves to give gifts that's how I show my affection um and the girls can tell you that because I'm always giving Sarah's gift cards um but it's just how I I feel that I I know how to show love um so I I love to make Christmas super special but one thing that we are doing that I I don't even think I asked my husband to do but last year he wrote hit the first letter from Santa to Salem and so I'm gonna frame it and it's so sweet and it's like in a different handwriting um so I'm on the hunt this year so if you guys see the perfect one please tag me so I know for a perfect you know plate and mug that's you know cookies for Santa um yes and then each year I'm gonna have Jim write a letter from Santa to Salem and to be able to save them because I think that'll just be so sweet that's so cool that's so cool so just a little like side uh I'm not going to share my own but I'm going to share um something I was reading about the other day um Vanessa Lachey uh has a book and it's called um I might botch this up so just google search it but it's um from scratch life life from scratch um and basically you think like maybe it's a cookbook I, I thought that it was a cookbook, so I probably like never even committed, you know, to, to learning more about this book, but it's not a cookbook. It's about her trauma growing up, having to get over being abandoned as a four-year-old child and creating all these from scratch traditions for her family because she didn't have those. And the joy that she has found from establishing those new traditions even though they were you know she has nothing to go from right like it it just I don't know like it just popped into my head when you were talking about you know what our parents go through to you know make Christmas magical for us and how this woman who did not have that experience in her life how regardless of how we grew up we just have this heart's desire to to just love our children well 
and she's navigating that from scratch. And I just thought that was just, just beautiful, you know? And so I just wanted to bring that up just as a word of encouragement for anyone that's listening where, you know, we don't all have great mama stories, you know, we don't, we, we don't all, all have those, but that doesn't mean that it has to be that it has to continue to carry that trauma in our lives. Mm-hmm. And we don't okay. have to carry that trauma through to our children. So I love both of those. And I just want to be an encouragement to anyone who's out there listening that we're in charge of our own traditions. We're in charge of creating a space that maybe was a little bit better than the space that that we existed in when we were growing yeah. up. I think that's all of our, our goals is that if we yeah. can create a different space for our kids that – is more comfortable than maybe the one we were in. Um, like, that's a no-brainer, right? So and we can. We yes. can. Yes, we can, because we women. Yes. We're mamas. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, it was like a joy to talk to you because I don't talk to you guys enough, right? You know, we're just on the phone every day all the time. Um, But I'm excited to continue on with these chit chat series. So um, every once in a while, we're going to pop on together. Uh, This is just one portion of our team. As you heard many times throughout this podcast, we are a team of seven women who are all just hustling, uh, figuring it out and getting it in where we can fit it in. And so we're going to continue on with this chit chat series. um, And we'll be bringing on more of our team, our social media expert, Shelby, our content creator, Sarah. We've got a designer named Kara. Um, we we have, you know, maybe we'll even get into finances with our, uh, our bookkeeper, Corinne. So be on the lookout for more of these uh, little bonus episodes, these chit chats, um, and we'll be bringing some more at you soon. Until we meet again, guys, go out there and get it, mama. <laughs>